Right, so I'm going to test sitting on this side of the mic and then moving chairs uh, to pretend like I am, I'm, I'm a person being interviewed by myself. Uh, just to see what the audio fidelity sounds like and if we can actually get away with one mic sitting fairly close to each other. Right, changing seats now. Here we go. Over the top of the mic. And here I am talking to myself. Hello, Graham. How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good, actually. Thank you very much. The only thing I can't test is both of us talking at the same time. Yeah, no, I totally get that. That's uh, impossible. Well, that seemed like it was a success. Listening back to that, that didn't seem too bad. All right, well, uh, I better go and get a guest then. Welcome to Graham Cullis Karma Card Project Podcast, episode two. Okay, testing the mic with two people. Say something, Jane, say something. Hello. Hello. <laughs> that was a nice little voice. Just a little beginning. Test the mic. Test the mic. Test the mic. Test the I mic. Have such an annoying voice. No, you. Why do I do this? <laughs> you do not have an annoying voice. Well. I wonder how it's going to sound. You know, sometimes when we speak, it sounds one way, and then when we listen, nobody really likes their voice. Well, <laughs> you're about to find out, Jane. Let's do it. <laughs> right, okay, so I have found a guest. Amazing. This is my first experience of interviewing a guest. And uh, today I have in the bedroom studio of my homestay, Ms. Jane Kaluga. Hello, Jane Kaluga. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Jane. Thank you very much for joining us today. You're welcome. Well, um, so... I, I, how are you feeling at this present moment of being on my podcast? I feel fine. It's an interesting experience and I would love to be a part of it and share my journey and my story. Right, so Jane Kaluga, tell the listeners uh, a bit about yourself and your art journey and uh, what you do. Well, for the last, I think, about three years, I've been mostly painting digitally. It's been a very interesting experience, especially because digital art actually allowed me to open up uh, to the maximum as an artist. Obviously not maximum, but still, I could find out my uh, style as an artist and uh, finally felt that this is it, that I really like the way I draw now. I just want to stick with this theme, with this style. And it's really a big deal for an artist because I used to think at some stage several years ago that it would take even more years, that it might take, sometimes people say it might take almost your whole life as an artist to find out your style. And as a perfectionist, you know, <laughs> yeah. As a, it's Well, I suppose with digital art, you know, you, you've got that freedom to be able to go back, correct mistakes and then try different things, try different variations. And it's like for me, I mean, I'm a new artist, as you know, you see my journey. I, uh, I chose oils because I can make a million mistakes to get it perfect. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, the key is actually I've tried a digital art before, but it wasn't maybe the right time. You know, we should go with the, our own pace. And uh, we shouldn't rush things because I sometimes can see this when uh, maybe artists would be struggling with finding their style and they would say like, uh, how can I speed up this process? It, you cannot really speed up this process because there, it's not a competition. And it's, uh, I, I also used to think this way, how can I get it faster? Actually, the reason why I started traveling and stuff, it's because I was hoping that this is going to help me to find my style as an artist. 
I had a lot of, um, let's say, it's the search was uh, at some stage was one of the most important thing uh, on in my mind, on my mind, you know, and uh, that's why, actually, the um, the I don't know how to say the, the miracle moment when I realized this is it. Uh, it actually happened quite um, spontaneous. I didn't expect. I was just kind of bored. Uh, it was in Vietnam. I clearly remember this moment when I was just so tired of wasting my paint. I used to use acrylic. I know you kind of don't like it. Yeah, I, last time I did acrylic, I threw it across my garage. I did a painting <laughs> and I literally was like, I don't like this. And I through it. I can't work with acrylics, but that's just me it's, having self-doubt and I probably just should take another approach to it. But uh, Yeah, as I say, I've tried almost all of the materials, all of the mediums, you just name it, because I've been really searching, I've been really determined. Mm. I thought maybe this material is going to help me to open up uh, or that, but as I say, with the oil, when you travel a lot, it doesn't dry fast. It takes a lot mm. of time, so if you move places before moving, Oh, yeah, there's a little bit of noise outside. So remember, listeners, we are in my bedroom studio. So we have annoying dogs outside and we have cars from Batubalong going past and we've got people chasing the annoying dogs, playing games with them, which is... Oh, there they are. I tell you what, I might close the curtains and it might dampen a bit more of the sound. Right, hang on. No, we can still hear them. It's okay, though. It's okay. okay. This is, you know, early days. At some point, I will be in a little office space with some nice, soft. Uh, like, what's I the like word? What's, what's the word? The nice soundproof. soundproofing, squashy things that are on the walls. Yeah. What are they called? Where were we? Um. So yeah, we were talking about the, the style. As oh well. yeah. As I say, I don't know. I mean, for me, it was a big deal, and I could see for many artists, it is a big deal. And uh, I've been asked. This kind of question regarding the style quite often and even before i found it i would research on the internet some kind of advices on that uh the advices i could give with the art style is don't rush things because as i said there is no better or worse it's just your own unique journey that only you is gonna have and uh, maybe sometimes as i say sometimes uh the little goes a long way. That's it. Yes. Yeah, I, it's my one of my favorite quotes. Really like it, and it's really uh, applicable. Just uh, stop stressing about the style, and it, it come. Uh, I would never think back then that the digital art is gonna be my main primary like thing to do, and that it's gonna be the, the digital medium is gonna be my favorite medium and i'm mm. gonna have uh, digital brushes and all this kind of stuff like if i would think about this maybe five years ago seven years ago i would not yeah I would not well be. i just i'm such a newbie artist that you know like at the moment oil paintings is what i'm focused on but um yeah. but yeah like but i'm <clears throat> excuse me but i'm also uh, interested in trying murals and uh yeah so what are we about to do, Jane? Yeah, we are about to um, start a little project. And uh, it's going to be murals um, in the orphanages and other places that might need um, art, a little art and to lighten 
the environment around it that might bring some smile yeah oh tell us what faces tell us them tell us how it all began for you so uh uh for you listeners uh jane started doing murals a, a couple of years ago no Three, and, and the, the, the very first mural before i even was really like Oh, was, good of an artist oh, yeah. I just yeah the desire to draw mural in the orphanage for some reason came to me when I was uh, 19 years old okay yeah and uh, yeah I just I remember uh, I couldn't sleep at night and I wanted to do something really good I uh, just was th- like you know thinking about life uh, what if I'm gonna die tomorrow there is nothing left of me there is just like absolutely only my family is gonna grieve a little bit and then I just gonna disappear like I've never existed and I didn't even give anything back to the world yet uh, well ni- 19 it's quite young but I had this weird existential thoughts at like 1am <laughs> in the morning so no we yeah. have those existential thoughts all yeah. whole life you know i remember when i was little freaking out about one day i'm not going to be here anymore yeah. <laughs> one day i'm not going to like my toys anymore <laughs> oh, i remember crying about that <laughs> yeah it's true so yeah after this i messaged to several places some places like a dog rescue places some some like also several orphanages some hospices uh, and in the morning when i woke up the orphanage um curator lady in my hometown she replied and i immediately came to have to, to see the wall to check out the wall yeah as i say the it started pretty much on the next day after this and uh, it was my very first uh, mural project i wasn't so good it was very first mm. time i ever painted on the wall maybe if it doesn't count when i was a kid I just wanted to help so much and I thought I might not do the greatest uh, job. So that's why I decided to come up with a very kind of simple but cute for the kids. Like it's uh, it was uh, two rooms for girls uh, from three to five years old or I think maybe to till seven. So you can come up with the simple and cute design which doesn't require that great of a skill but still gonna look nice yeah like you know some children illustration kind of books so it's not similar to what i'm doing doing now so anyone that's wanting to get into murals that is an artist that might be like intimidated by a huge canvas that like you can just think just scale it back just uh do something a little bit simple get yourself into Mm. it slow and steady you know and um yeah, a little goes a long way, hey? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, That's what yeah. I wanted to add. Yes, exactly. That's true. Because if you, uh, how I'm doing with uh, everything that scares me, I'm just saying, okay, is there any simplest way I can do this? I still don't want to say no to the thing. I still think, okay, how can I simplify it? Is there any way I can make maybe um, change the idea to fit my current level or something back then i was thinking like this i thought okay i know i don't know any techniques i didn't know even about like any techniques how to draw murals back then when i first started and uh no one was teaching me but i wasn't scared because intentions were so pure and for some reason i felt such a so much love from the volunteers around me and yeah i just I loved the results. I've I've chosen such a bright different colors and actually the most of like fear and intimidation happened when I did the mural in uh, um in the hotel 
because you kind of expected like something you know the, oh so when this was your first yeah, commission by a hotel com- the, yeah the commission one that's when i was yeah. stressing because you had the expectations yeah, to deliver and uh, i still didn't know back then um how to what's the approach is what's the ways to draw a, a mural and my first mural actually the commission one was on a shipping container and it was metal so you have to buy a really like special uh, um, paint for this and the, the, this paint is nothing like you tell you don't like acrylic well you <laughs> haven't tried this metal paint for the exterior that yeah. really sucks my fear was ridiculous but i still um i went still went for it and i decided to come up with the well, how can simplify it? again i come up this approach helped me actually when, yeah. I, when I think about this i can and how did you simplify that there were two um, shipping containers uh, close to each other and i looked at them i was walking around and i looked at them and it kind of made gave me an idea that i can draw two eyes each on uh, one of them it still looked like a whole mural because i combined basically two containers they had the gap in between the path. So you made the most of the surroundings and the shape yes, as well. Yes, I wanted to bring the uh, environment, the the surroundings, uh, and like to make a mural part of it. To yeah. Make it all. It's like one of the most amazing things. Yeah. I like to. And some people will probably overlook that. Actually, don't really take a, take advantage of the surroundings and. Yeah, yeah, it's true, it's true. But uh, as a mural artist, it's actually one of the coolest thing because you can actually really make a environment and surroundings uh, like work for you. Yeah, like pop out. Yeah, it can make your painting also kind of uh, not just the like um, not just visual but also physical mm. there is a, an island in malaysia and uh, actually there are lots of murals on the walls and you could see the part of the mural is painted and the part of it is actually physical there is a wall i don't remember exact uh, location and exact name if we can name this mural so there are just a uh, I, I think it's a, a kid on a bicycle. The bicycle is actual physical bicycle. Okay. That stick to the wall, and the half of the mural is painted. The girl riding this bicycle, and I think there are also she is also holding the balloons. So Jane, obviously, so we're going to be going to Lombok on Friday to paint a mural at our friends or my friends' uh, resort as a warm up before we do the orphanage. Um, but obviously that came out of how uh, our, our plan of action changed and, and we adapted because we were supposed to be going somewhere else and then the, like, to paint another villa for a warm-up but then that got taken away from us because of certain situations and then we had another wall that we were going to paint and then that wall's getting knocked down but we carried on and then uh, you know then so my friends have a resort in Lombok and they've got a wall for us and we're going to be documenting this warm-up as well so we'll be making a YouTube video alongside it of me learning how to to do mural art by your amazing teaching and um or instruction uh, and then uh, we will then be moving on from there after having an amazing time having some surfing and checking out Lombok a little bit as well I imagine and then we're going to come back to Bali and then take take on the two-story building um yeah, which is a two-story building it's a two-story building, uh, two yeah. building wall orphanage so yeah it's a big job hey it's not that big for well, what it is for me <laughs> actually even for me it's gonna be i think a first full 
uh, two floor uh, building uh, as a mural. The techniques I'm gonna uh, share with you, uh, you're gonna observe actually. Yeah. The best, the best is to observe and uh, ask questions. Yeah. And uh, of don't course, you worry, I'll be asking a lot of questions. I'm gonna ask for participation. I mean, um, even if, even if you do something wrong, yeah, it's it's also a part of. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've, got, you've got to fail to yeah. uh, to improve. And exactly. it's like me with this podcast, like I said last week to uh, my legends listening now, is that I don't really know what I'm doing here. And uh, <laughs> the last one was just testing out and I had that self-doubt about me trying it. And I'm also... I'm also pretty scared about doing the mural and like I know that though the fact that I'm scared is that why well, I should do it so definitely as I say it's the same thing as I've been saying when I when some uh, idea of some project is quite intimidating for me I just think okay what's the simplest way how we can start little steps and then everybody started from somewhere there are very rarely um, highly extraordinary geniuses yeah. being born but um, the majority of people um, could just gain the talent. They could earn the talent. And the um, strange thing that very extremely talented people, they might take their talent for granted and actually bury it. Don't practice, don't do much. Uh, but those who maybe had the talent, but not that like intense they would just keep working hard on improving and improving and doing more and more and more and they actually end up way further yeah. that's from my observation yeah because they got that determination yeah. and they know that they have to improve so they have to practice and and then consistency is key at the end of the day guys if you keep pumping out the content keep pumping out what you're doing don't stop you will uh, you will succeed you know um, so you just 100%. yeah just keep doing it guys that's exactly why with the murals uh, as I say I haven't done that many yet but once I've learned the process once I've learned um, the, the way and uh, now I just feel really confident because it's it is not that much different from a painting on the let's say digitally or on the paper on the, or in the canvas in a way that you still have the vision, you have the same kind of logic. Uh, it's just just different size. Yeah. You just you know it, it's always to see actually even with the canvas, uh, you have to walk away. Yeah. You have to walk further to actually perceive. With the with when you draw in the mural, it's hundred percent always necessary. You're just constantly walking, checking what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you cannot, especially when we're gonna draw the big one and finish the the two full one. Uh, it's gonna be very interesting experience, and uh, I'm slightly um, afraid of height. <laughs> so yeah, I just hope it's gonna be fine. I mean, I've been already uh, painting with this. What's it called? This scaffolding. Scaffolding. Yeah. So I've been already painting with a scaffolding, but not like that uh, high. Maybe like two meters. Yeah. So I could even kind of jump, like kind yeah. of like climb onto this. <laughs> and you know, over one... here it's all gonna be made of bamboo tied with string. I know. <laughs> no, that was actually the other one. The other scaffolding was also not very uh, solid. It was like really kind of wooden-y. Yeah. Felt like it's been made, uh, uh. <laughs> you know, really fast and this kind of stuff. But as I say, it was all good. I could yeah. stand up. I'm quite light. So I think I feel good about it. And I'm really excited to start this mural. And I already come up with the idea. 
actually. Yeah. Yes. So the, Is this top the, secret or are you going to tell us now? I'm not going to maybe tell the whole idea, okay. but I think the idea... Exclusive. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to post... Um, I think I'm going to uh, draw first this idea digitally, fully, and then like post on my social media, and then you could see how this painting is being like transformed onto the big wall so you're gonna you're gonna put the full version out on your instagram social media yeah, first for the audience to have like a feel of what it's going to be and they're excited about it watching it, it go up on the wall that's epic yeah it's interesting also to compare uh this time yeah. it's, the fir- it's gonna be the first time when one of my goals are gonna be uh to make the mural look really similar to digital. But this idea, it's actually gonna, it's, it's kind of secret by now, but um, as I say, this uh, mural, it's gonna have a deep idea for the kids and it's gonna, I want it to be inspiration because as I've been saying before, art is uh, in a way, you know, it teaches us, it could teach, it could contain a knowledge, it could contain an idea, that can change our minds sometimes. And you're going to change the minds of all of those amazing young people at the at the orphanage I as well. I try. Yeah, of course, and I'm sure. And when you've done it before, I've seen some of the look on some of the faces on the photos that of of the of the kids that you're working with, and they're all having such a great time. And you, they're looking up to you. They're inspired. You're you're with them in there with them. They're they're helping you. You're like a child with them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, as I say, yeah, I feel, when I'm with kids, not just only with them, but I'm in generally, I feel like a child, and uh, when I was with kids, I felt like I'm in my, I'm in my really comfortable environment, I felt so good, and I loved them being involved with the process, I loved them, you know, when they would come to me, they couldn't speak English, and they would say, you, me, and then pointing at the wall, and asking oh. me for the little brushes, and it's just, it's just, it's just precious, seriously, yeah. it makes the process of painting oh. the mural so much oh, cool. better. I can't wait, I can't wait, because it's, it's just going to give me that same feeling of when I've worked with Youth Art Connect back in the UK, which is a CIC that I helped set up, and, uh, yeah, just like running the gallery and the groups every once a month uh, on a Saturday and seeing the, the kids come along and having a great time. And I was just mucking about with them doing TikToks. Well, actually, I was forced into the TikTok. <laughs> but, and uh, yeah, like it's uh, I really can't wait to see some of the kids faces and interact with them. And especially like uh, to try test out my Bahasa Indonesia and uh, sort <laughs> of. Yeah, like it's going to be it's going to be good fun, I think. And um, I think I think we'll make a good team. I think they're going to be I think the kids don't know what's coming when we hit the wall. They're going to be like, what the hell? What are these guys about? These guys are more childish than us because because uh, we are like you said, this is what Jane said. We're, but both of us are artists and we're searching for our inner adult it's true as i say you cannot be too serious and be an artist it's just it's just impossible you know painting is such a it brings this uh this uh, naivety and brings this lightness uh, so what kind of style are we going to be painting we are not going to do the abstract work so it's going to be it's going to be surrealism actually i'm going to reveal a little bit about the future project it's going to be like like everything i'm doing in a surrealistic kind of way if you go to jane's instagram jko underscore art uh, you'll see her work it's amazing you're very much inspired by salvador dali and uh you've got you've got just it's just it's amazing, guys. Check it out. It's uh, it's it's totally magical. I've been I've been hooked for two years. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much.
So, Jane, it's actually someone's birthday today. What? Do you know whose birthday it is? You don't know whose birthday no, it is? No, oh my God, is it the Salvador Dali's birthday? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually Nicholas Lindhurst's birthday today. Really? I don't even know who it is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you would know who it is. <laughs> yeah. But some of my listeners are from England, and Nicholas Lindhurst is Rodney from Only Fools and Horses. So he's going to be 61. So I think, you know, it's a, that's, a, that's a big old age. I'm almost there. What do you think? Do you think I should sing happy birthday for him? 100%. Well, luckily I have my ukulele right here. There we go. <clears throat> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Nicholas Lindhurst. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Nicholas Lindhurst, 61 today. I hope you're Yay. well. And I hope your day is full of love hugs, happiness and cake. <laughs> right, great. well, okay, so um, I think from now on, ongoing, I'm going to sing a happy birthday song to a celebrity every Wednesday just because that's what I want to do on my podcast. And it's a good point for me to talk about uh, how you can support this podcast as well. So this is an independent podcast. This is for my full-time job along with YouTube and artist and doing stuff with people like Jane to do murals and helping set up things like Ufart Connect and all that sort of stuff. So if you want to support me as a philanthropist and artist and content creator uh, to help do good into the world, then you can go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Cullis Art. For, the, for a small pledge once a month, you can help support this and keep it independent and help me grow it as well. So if you're getting value out of it and it's helping you out and it's giving you a bit of joy in your day, then please consider paying me to do what I do. For as little as a price of a cup of coffee, you get four podcasts a month, you get my YouTube video once a month, and also all the other content and the goodness and that I put into the world doing my projects on the Karma Card project. But of course, if you can't afford, then don't worry at all, because someone else that is pledging is paying for your experience. So I just want you to enjoy this. And yeah, that's it really. So go to patreon.com, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash Graham Cullis Art, and uh, check out the perks that you can receive for different pledges. Receive a digital high-res print of one of my paintings every month for the minimum pledge. And then every six months for the medium pledge, you can receive my karma cards, which are six gift cards of my art prints that you can then use to send out as random acts of kindness and keep the ones you like. Which is what this podcast is all about. The Karma Card projects are when I team up with people like amazing Jane here and help her on her mission to do the murals as well. Um, you're putting the money towards that as well. And actually on that subject, Jane is also setting up her Patreon as well. So she <laughs> has, she is, I've just, I've, as she's inspired me to uh, get better at my art and try new mediums, like I'm going to be doing the mural project with her. She also has been inspired by the fact that I've been able to help creates myself an income to do what I love and to put good into the world and now with her like she, she's been doing it anyway from, from the bottom of her heart and you know for the love for years these mural projects and you know if you if you guys feel like you could 
donate to her as well. Any of my lovely Patreon supporters that want to help someone else out, uh, go and check out her content on Instagram. I'll put all the links in the show notes. What are we calling this? At the moment, uh, I don't uh, know yet the name of the project, but I think I'm just not going to keep it simple. I'm just going to maybe call it uh, Murals uh, by Jane Kaluga. I would be the the main artist in this project. Yeah. And well, do you know what, Jane? doesn't matter because this isn't live. So the magic of it being not live is that you guys can go to the show notes. And if you want to join Jane's mural project, you can just go there. It's quite new thing for me. And I just was thinking what could be um, a good way to get people involved in what I'm doing in these murals. Because uh, while I was doing the murals in the orphanages, quite many people would show interest uh, they wanted to help they wanted to also be a part of this and i thought i should do something about this i should allow and let people provide this uh, opportunity for people to um, you know do the good thing with my hands i'm gonna be the hands in this way so uh, as i say not everybody can draw and not everybody can uh, um, go to uh, orphanages in different countries but everybody can be kind and basically the the idea behind this murals it's to give love and as i say you can be a part of this if you want and uh, help me to spread love uh, for whom it will really lighten and brighten their day and maybe years amazing look they would feel that there are people who care they, as yeah. I say, that's what I got from the kids when I was drawing these murals. They, it's more than just, you know, just a mural. First of all, the kids, they learn from observation. They see somebody's coming and doing something so nice and kind to them, spending time uh, painting with them. And they would, they would tell me, Jane, I want to be like you when I grow up. And this is just priceless. I found out that I'm not the only one who think this way. And I'm sure there are a lot of people who have a lot of love in their heart and they want to spread it. And uh, yes, a Patreon is going to be a platform through which you can, you know, share this love. You know, from all the things you can choose to be nowadays, the best is to choose to be kind, I think. Amazing. And what a worthy cause that is. So yeah, just to summarize that, guys. So by, by pledging to Jane's Patreon, you are you're supporting the content that she creates and puts out there. It's the same deal with what I do. So yeah, if you want her to put kindness into the world and you wanna help out, then the money will go towards materials, or go towards the time and space that she needs to do this for these young people. And you're investing in the art that's gonna be there forever, the legacy that she's gonna put in this world, which is gonna make people smile for years. Anyway, Jane, so I think we should wrap this up now. It's very hot in this room. We're in Bali, Indonesia, everybody, in case you're your first time listeners here. And we haven't got the aircon on because we don't want the audio fidelity to be interrupted only by stupid dogs outside. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we are sweating our tits off now. And so basically what we would like to do, what I would like to do now is just ask one more question. What Actually, let's do, let's do this in two parts. So... What's the best advice you would give to someone who wants to try out digital art? The best advice in the digital art, I think I would uh, say you need to don't give up when it's not going well, because 
as I say, it takes time to adjust and it's all, you know, it's all quite relatively new for us and it feels really different from painting uh, on a canvas. As I say, first several attempts on becoming a digital artist were not really successful to, for me, but uh, the last one was so successful that it opened up so many doors in my life. And now you're a full-time full yeah. digital artist. It allowed me, yes, and allowed me to draw in any place where I want to draw. It could be lying down in bed, <laughs> you know, really comfy, as I say. Yeah. To all you aspiring digital nomads out there that want to know how to do it, you, know, you can do it down the art road as well. Yeah, uh, digital art um, is amazing tool that modern technologies are providing us and allowing artists to become fully independent, to find some other ways uh, to apply these artistic skills. And uh, as you know, we have this uh, NFTs and so many opportunities nowadays. Actually, I think uh, this is the time when we live in is the best time for the artist to become successful and being while they're still alive. <laughs> and there's and there's me lugging my easel and paints around like a madman. <laughs> right. Well, the second part of this actually as well also is what advice would you give to someone going into trying a mural for the first time? About the mural, I would say don't be intimidated by the size. Um, the the best advice is um, try, as I say before, try smaller. Try to simplify your idea for the first mural. For the first mural, it could be just a flower. You just need to let yourself make mistakes because this is the only way you're gonna learn, and uh, this is the only way you're gonna grow. And I've been seeing the paths of so many successful mural artists and I've been asking them to show me, show me your first mural. And I could see their last mural with my own uh, eyes meanwhile. And you know, it's impressive. The first mural very often would be something like a flower or something really little and easy. So like scaling it back, like you said. Yes, yes. As I say, just when you are intimidated by the wall, uh, just look at the wall and think, okay, what's the easiest thing I can draw on this wall? But don't don't give up in the <laughs> idea of still drawing. I was so scared. I was really like, seriously, I I've been I've been so nervous. It was just it took me quite a lot of time. Uh, now it would take me a couple of hours to draw this mural, but before it took me one week. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you actually give me some confidence now because uh, next week I'm gonna be, uh, it's going to be my time to step up. So I'm going to do something very easy, like a flower. <laughs> yes, it's true. It's, it's just it's amazing practice. Uh, you know, uh, you don't need... Um, if you make a mistake with a flower, uh, nature is uh, um, beautiful in its imperfection. Exactly. That's why our imperfections on the canvas, whether it's going to be a wall or uh, a, a screen, the digital or iPad or a piece of paper, the imperfections sometimes is the things that actually creating a style and unique touch of each human being. You put what you see in this world and you put it through yourself through your head and then it comes out with your hands onto the surfaces that's how i perceive the process amazing 
Well, that's it, guys. We've just had a Jane Kaluga on the podcast. She's uh, showed herself to the world now. She's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's <laughs> like, it's, it's a bit of a new thing for you doing it, this, hey? It is a new thing. I'm quite a private person. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit shy, we can say that. But <laughs> I want to open up because the, the cause is more important. Uh, as, I, as, as it's the same with the art. I want to go in, a, in a, and do things that make me feel uncomfortable. And I, if I'm intimidated by something, like with the walls, with the big murals back in the days, I, it used to be intimidating. Now it's not. Now I'm like, give me bigger size. <laughs> but sharing my journey, same with sharing my projects with people, letting people be involved. It's, um, I'm also intimidated. Well, do you know what, Jane? I actually uh, think have to, uh, have to say I'm very proud of you. You're actually quite the natural at this, and uh, yeah, wow, I think. Yeah. Oh, thank you so hey, much. I think thank I think you. I think it's going to be a Jane Kaluga podcast coming up very soon. I reckon. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Right. So anyway, so thank you so much, and guys. Um, yeah, I'm going to be trying my hardest to do this every Wednesday. This podcast, and next Wednesday, I will, or next week, me and Jane will be in Lombok. And we will, uh, which is an island next to Bali. Um, we're going to be island hopping and going and doing a warm-up mural, like I said at the beginning. And um, yeah, so I will be doing, uh, I'll be recording my podcast over there. So you'll be hearing about, you'll be hearing a little bit, possibly hearing a bit about the experience of what's going on over there. So tune in for next week. And there's going to be a part two. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And also, uh, yeah, see how it's going. And yeah, we will also be documenting everything. And if you keep an eye out for my YouTube the video, which will come out eventually, uh, there will be a YouTube collaboration uh, with Jane here. And we will be showing you the process from the beginning to the end when we did the warm up and then when we've done the, the when we've created the smiles at the orphanage. So it's going to be a really nice, heartwarming video to watch. I can't wait to share yeah, that with you. Yeah, really excited about this. All right, nice one, Jane. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. High five. Yes. Also, wherever you're listening to this podcast, please don't forget to give it a rating and a review. Thank you.